Welcome, you guys. Welcome to Welcome Goals with Rhea and Al. Welcome, welcome to all new season. It is a new season, girl. What season are we on right now? Season three. Let's talk about it. We've made it three seasons, you guys. Three seasons. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's very exciting. Um, I'm very excited to be a part of these three seasons because I, as I always say, was not supposed, I mean, God had a plan for me to be here. But in my head, <laughs> it was not planned for me to be a part of the conversation conversation with convos with re i mean it was just really combos with re and mm-hmm. i'm blessed to be with al you know added to yeah. the little punch you know i love that um i'm so, glad you accepted the invite to come on and, and it's been be three years since then right we've been moving right along right yes yeah, so we're gonna call this episode the recap conversationalist if you have not been around and you haven't heard from us in a while it's because we had to do a little hiatus get ourselves together mm-hmm. get some self-love for ourselves yes, yes. <laughs> get our <laughs> mind and our mental and our physical bodies right so we're gonna call this episode the recap so we're gonna recap everything that we've missed all the things that we have accomplished and everything that's going to be in the future right so we're gonna give y'all all of that so with that Marie, how have you been doing? How's everything I, going with you? I'm actually doing great right now. Good, 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 <laughs> uh, good. This break was much needed. Okay. Um, I got to, you know, before we ended the last season, I was starting um, on my weight loss journey. You know, I wanted to lose some pounds and, and get my body together, not only for just my, you know, myself, but for health reasons. All kind, I didn't have any health issues. But, you know, I just want to be able to be healthy. I want to be in shape. And I'm not necessarily trying to be a skinny mini, but, you know, just get my body together, you know. Um, So I've been working really hard on that. Um, Definitely got into the nutrition thing, changing my eating habits. Okay. And um, I've lost a lot of weight. I love it. (laughs) Um, on my own, working out and eating right, and then of course, you know, some added help. <laughs> okay, and I love that. <laughs> I, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do to get what you want. Yeah. Sometimes, amen. <laughs> amen, amen. I heard y'all. I heard y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I am happy. I'm excited. Um, and just on the break, you know, I got to spend more time with my family. Um just work and of course I always had to work all right 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 <laughs> it's taking that time out with the family and, and taking care of myself How because this the- year I said I was going to be about myself and making sure I get my mental my body myself right you know Say I have that. to focus on me Say um, that. Yeah. I was just about to ask how are the guys in your queendom she's like literally the only woman in her queendom right. um they're great um good yeah, they should be servicing you as they should, servicing you this queen mm-hmm. as they should. They've been trying, <laughs> you know, they've been trying. I love that. <laughs> I love that. But uh, let's, how have you been doing? Girl, <laughs> let's talk about all it. over the internet. <laughs> I know it, right? And I tried our best to stay off the internet, and it just brings me right on back mm-hmm. in. And it's just a little side fun fact for you guys to know about me is if I didn't have a job that dealt with me being on social media, you would not see me on social media. But, girl, to answer your question, I have been doing amazing. I'm blessed to be here. I'm blessed to be in this new 
new year. I'm just having a prosperous year right now. Um, I'm currently doing an interview for a magazine that I did not talk to you about that we're going to have to discuss because you're going to be in that magazine. Um, Also, (laughs) I also um, did. I have been traveling, um, Chocolate Travelers and Conversationalists. If you've been around for two, two or three seasons, you know. Chocolate Travelers is a group and or traveling company that can set you up to be great if you love to travel across the world with other people that look like you and Mm -hmm. that travel like you. But nonetheless, Chocolate Travelers plans group events, birthday trips, um, all that stuff. Let's have a moment, speaking of transparency. (laughs) I want to have a transparency moment with you, Ree. And let's talk about, um, let's talk about um, stepping away from the business, like we both had some, a moment where we had to step away from my business, either for temporary or for a long term, and either just for whatever reasons we had, because life happens, you get busy or you need a mental break. Mm-hmm. Um, even like we do with our season finales, you know, we have a mental break with combos and ran out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to talk about stepping away from the business. And with this transparency moment, do you want to go first or shall I? I can go first. Okay. Well, yeah, when, um, it was time to end the the second season, and normally we only, we take a short break. You know, yes. um, we usually do maybe a month, and that's it. But you know, I came to you know I was like you know Al, I need a longer break. <laughs> I think we need uh we, well we ended the end of uh, mid December I believe it was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we're just not coming back here in March. Um, I I needed an extended break because. Um, I have been having so much on my plate. Um, wise, you know, I have some um, issues going on with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, not my inner family, but you know, my, you know, my outer family. <laughs> right. Um, and just myself, you know, when when things start piling on, I find myself getting, um, I want to say maybe depressed. Um, I started having like m- many panic attacks. And it was just like so much going on, you know, like for Thanksgiving, we had Hydra playing off the road and it just seemed like so much was just coming at me at one time. And I just needed that mental break for myself. And that's when I began to focus on like, you know, this year I need to focus on myself. Stop mm-hmm. putting everyone else first and start putting Sharita first, you know, Makes so sense. that's what this break really did for me i i took the extra time and you know i came to you and i was like Al, you know i know uh, we normally come back within that month but um because you was ready to go <laughs> and, and let me pause her real quick you know she has the audacity y'all conversationalists believe this she has the audacity to say you know you can go on without me and go and do the show i'm like the show is called combos with Reed first and al it's no Al without no Ree. It's no Ree without no Al. Girl, no. I'll see you when we're ready because we are one, baby. But anyway, right. continue and, telling know, this. And I totally appreciate you giving me that time. Um, yes. food that I needed to, to focus on me and get myself together because you know, I I, I didn't want to, to stop the show like for this long, to let it go. But, um, so that's why I was like, you know, 
you can do some episodes without me. (laughs) And I will be back. But, you know, I really appreciate you giving me that additional time to work on myself and get myself together. Because I wasn't going to be no good to the show and I knew it. So that's why I was like, I, I, I couldn't put my energy into it because I just feel like I literally had nothing else to give. Because mm-hmm. so much else was draining, I felt yes, yes, yes. So I poured all the rest of the energy I had into myself, mm-hmm. and that's what started making me happier. Taking care of myself and getting myself where I needed to be, and you know, so now I'm in a way much better space, and I'm ready. I was ready. We talked it out. We um, got this. Uh, you know, our plan together, what we need to do, here we are. So that was that break. I, I definitely needed that for my mental. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Y'all, this is a transparency moment. Do y'all like this? I added yep. this because I thought this would be nice for us to talk about things that actually are happening in our lives each and every day. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's real. Sometimes you got to take that break. Mm-hmm. So with me being transparent with you guys, my moment was, if you know, I had a show. I mean, you hear I said I had a show. I had a show called I Got Something to Say. Well, you know, I used to do that show each and every week um, up to um, January of this year, 2023. Um, and I took a long hiatus because I had to really take a pivotal moment to really think about what was important um, and make a purpose, a purposeful move. Meaning, like, I got something to say, something I love to do. It's not something I am paid to do, but I love to tell people about politics and I love to like keep people in the know of what's going on politically, but also entertaining people with things that are educational, right? And I mm-hmm. felt like I got something to say was very fun in doing that but i got something to say segments were very offensive to people that are not people of color and or black and i'm okay with it and i love having the audience be engaged because they are seeing things and hearing things that they're not used to hearing and even though it's the truth it's very hard for them to take all that in watching it on someone that doesn't look like them telling them something they do, do not want to hear Long story short, last year, I lost my page, Um, not only my personal page, but it was affecting my business pages because my personal page was also running automatically through my business pages. Um, And and if you don't know how that digitally works, I have a company that does marketing that posts automatically on my page, but it it was running from my personal page because when you start smart, small businesses, excuse me, when you start small businesses, that was a tongue tie. (laughs) When you start small businesses, you normally put everything in your name not knowing if your business is going to take off. So you start doing things like that. Mm -hmm. So I was one of them and I started my automatic service to my personal. So when my personal was getting affected, which basically on my show, people that were white, long story short, decided to report my show, which ended up having Instagram deactivate my page for racism and violence and just all these things they said I was doing on my show, which I was not, um, which is why I'm now reactivated and I received apology from Instagram. You can go see that on my Instagram page. (laughs) And, um, but nonetheless, it really was affecting not only my financial resources because Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all these other small 
um, social media platforms pay my businesses to promote social media platforms and also to market my business on the platforms. I also have like 10 other businesses that I market, market for. So all of that was running through my personal page. And so when my page was down, even though I can promote those businesses, my business business get paid off of promoting those businesses and getting financial um, assistance and um, financial resources through social media platforms. So without my page, it was no funding coming in. So all that funding that I was receiving to help promote automatic services from my businesses was just lacking. I couldn't do it. And I had to really put into perspective. Do I continue telling people the truth about politics and things that go on in their, in their lives and risk my business failing financially because I just want to tell people the truth and it's not even paying me a check really mm-hmm. or do I want to continue having my businesses flourish and have my business page up and not have the rattle of you know the racism and the I mean I was getting hate letters and hate messages in my dms based off the things that I was saying about politics and if I wasn't even saying I can even use curse words <laughs> I couldn't even use curse words on my show because my show was on YouTube and Instagram and they do not allow you to say certain curse words or your show will be automatically banned or blindsided for people can't see your show. Yeah. Um, even certain music you couldn't even listen to or play on your show because same same concept. So long story short, I had to put those narratives in and it was really bothering me mentally because a lot of those finances that I was getting from Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok would add up to like five, six hundred dollars a month. And even though it wasn't going to my pocket directly, it would help back up a lot of my other businesses um processes. Long story short, I was paying it out of pocket for six, seven months and that was not nice. <laughs> um especially when you're a small business like myself and those little uh, incentives are very, very beneficial to a small business. Mm-hmm. Uh, long story short, I just want to give y'all a transparency moment. Don't let things that you love interfere with things that you need because sometimes the things that you love is always going to work out in the greater good. Right. I say that to say if it's really meant for you, it's going to be for you. And so I want to give that transparency moment, give you a little factual moment. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, as we going out of that um, <laughs> and need a mental break, right? Need a little mm-hmm. mental breather after all of that. Um, catching up with you, girl. A mental checkpoint outside of the um, the the craziness that we talk about of stepping away from the business. Um, I want to give a mental checkpoint, and we want to open this up, this segment up to our conversationalists. Me and Ree were talking about this, and we want to do a segment that's called the mental checkpoint, where we mentally want to get things off our chest, like anything off your chest that you feel that needs to be said. Someone has not said it, and it needs mm-hmm. to be said, and you have to say it. You can either DM us on Instagram, Facebook. Or all of those, um, or you can even email us at comboswithree at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, or you can just message either one of us and our DMs personally and just tell us what you need to get off your chest. So conversationalists, this is where you come into play because mm-hmm. we always need you guys to be active and be helpful yeah. when it comes we to We want to hear this. from you guys. We, we want to hear, hear. what mm-hmm. do you need to get off your chest? 
Yes. Yes. If you're having a mental break point where it just it's on the tip of your tongue, you're trying your best. You know those things you want to say to your child or those things you said to the TV and you screamed them out. Just hold it and type it on mm-hmm. into us. Let us know what you want to say. Yes. So, Re, at this moment, is there something you want to get off you your chest? It, it definitely <laughs> is. I, you know. <laughs> yes. So, for me, I don't want to be a person that uh, turns into having road rage. But I'm finding myself getting somewhat on that path to being a road rager. Mm. Only because I am, for instance, yesterday. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yesterday, I'm coming down the street. Uh-huh. Going maybe a little faster than the speed limit, right? Someone is coming out of a neighborhood. Now they're sitting there, but they see me coming. And this is like, the like this really irks me. A person will pull out in front of you, seeing you coming at a good speed. And there's no cars behind me, okay? You could just let me pass you, but no, you decide to turn in front of me. Mm. So that makes me in turn have to hit my brake so I won't slam in the back of you because one, you turn out slow, you're going slow. <laughs> oh, how many curse words you say? That's the only question I have. How many curse words did you say? I don't know, but it was more than five. Ooh, not more than five. I was so, yeah, sometimes Texas drivers is going to turn me into a rage <laughs> roll ranger. So I the car it. continues to go slow through lights. Mm. So finally, when the um, lanes open up, um, they, they put their bling on like they're finna get over. But out, they take forever to get over. Oh, no. So, what I do is luckily there's a third lane that opens up. <laughs> As they're getting over, I say, you know, I just forget this. I just sped. She had to hurry up and get over. <laughs> I bet she was I terrified. I was like, I ain't want to hit her, but she needs to get out of the way. <laughs> like, you're going too slow. <laughs> so, for me, it's like people. Be considerate of cars before you just pull out and get in their way. So and since then, basically you have a little road rage in your, in your yes, spirit. Yes, I don't want to be that way. Mm. But I'm finding myself do that because cars will pull out in front of like a two-lane highway uh, or street. It will pull out in front of you. The lane in front of you then on one lane could be clear. I don't know what. But they want to pull out in the lane you're in instead of just pulling out into the lane that's clear. Like, why? (laughs) (laughs) So for me, getting it off my chest is driver, Texas drivers. Please, please, please start being considerate of other people and stop making reckless moves. Oh, Lord, not reckless moves. Oh, Re, I'm so sorry. But y'all be aware of Re driving, honey. She got road rage. She is cursing you out. (laughs) If you in her way, and she's I giving you a, be like this, but it's coming, it, it's, it's coming on through. The spirit said, baby, loose them and go. And she loose and let you go. Well, shoot. Let me tell you my mental point. Here? My mental point, I'm just going to say this here. And I don't want nobody to be offended by what I'm going to say here. But my mm-hmm. mental point is don't be judging us. Uh, skinny people for eating like we fat people. I have one of my good old Judy's and my good, good, good friend. She always be like, you act like you eating like your food gonna get taken away from you. Somebody gonna steal your food. Well, they might. 
<laughs> they might steal my food. Don't get mad. It takes me a long time to set up my main course. I had to have all my condiments surrounding my food. My dress needs to be put on my salad before I eat it. I had to have all of my peppers and salts on top of my food. I had to make sure it's taken care of and perfected. I'm not going to eat my food while my drink is half. I need my drink filled up. I need, <laughs> I need everything to be hot. Yes, give me those extra rolls, ma'am. And I want the butter too, the honey butter, not the regular butter. And I need my food to be all there and ready for me to before I eat it. And then we don't forget to say grace. So then we're going to say our grace and then we're going to eat. And then because my food is gone before we say amen, don't be mad at me. I'm just I'm just hungry. I'm a small man, but I work out, you know? So I inhale food. I don't really, I mean, I'm engulfing it, literally. Um, and I do eat kind of fast, but just know I be hungry. And so I just be feeling type of way because they be trying to embarrass me in front of not only people that's surrounding us but people that be with us Ooh. you know you know how i was eating before we before them people came around don't try to get around and say <laughs> hey Al, you're like you were hungry i am we haven't eaten today i mean we did just eat a minute ago but it don't mean the same we didn't eat a full breast <laughs> meal so my mental break point is don't be embarrassing me while i'm out trying to eat and you know i'm trying to engulf this meal and you probably <laughs> had me out drinking or doing something i didn't supposed to be doing so i'd be starving and so with that being said my mental break and my mental checkpoint is just don't be trying to embarrass me when i'm out with my friends eating like i never eaten before <laughs> just let me let me live let me <laughs> let you enjoy the meal but keep preparing yes. and getting together. Okay. I'll be preparing and getting together. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Uh, well, this episode, as you know, is only your favorite host, Ree and Al. But I do want to say this before we move to our next segment, which is my favorite segment, which is Hot Topics. I want to tell you that next episode, we're going to have two guests two guests and it's going to be our best friends episode called what about your friends and Rhea and Al are going to tell you more about the details at the end of the episode so stay tuned so you can get a little tea on who we're going to have on our next episode I'm excited about that March 26th mark your calendars mark your calendars so you can hear that but yes Rhea are you ready for these hot topics I'm ready Okay, let's get into these hot topics, you guys. So if you say it this long, you already know how we about to get down. Messy. So let's get (laughs) into it. (laughs) Let's start with let's talk about the black things that's going on in this, you know, in these topics right here, topic streets. So did you know? Um and I know conversations, you got your, your ears to the street. You know, Reed be new to these streets. Reed, <laughs> did you know that BET is up for sale? Like, did you hear about that? Um, okay. So I didn't hear, read the articles or read mm-hmm. the news, but I, I seen something um, come across. I'm going to say no. I love her. She tried, y'all. Now give her a round of applause. She tried. She was trying to give us a little something because she did read her article. She saw I was the too article. busy focusing on myself. And her family and her children, as she said at the beginning of the episode, that's what she's doing right now. She's focusing on herself, focusing on her weight loss, focusing on her nutrition. All those great things are great. But BET is up for sale. Now, what oh, does that is. mean? Let me break that down for you guys. So, if you didn't know, BET is no longer black owned. BET is owned by Paramount, aka CBS. 
aka Paramount Plus if you have that streaming service. Now, Paramount Plus and Paramount and CBS have majority stake in BET. What does that mean? That means it was some stock that was for sale at one point because they are now openly traded. Paramount and CBS bought the max amount of stock that they could receive, and they are majority owners of BET. Hmm. Which means BET is no no longer owned by anyone of like it's not owned by blacks. And now percentage of it has some black flavor in it because it's black represented and um what we call in the journalism world um black catered to like they cater to black people but it's not owned by us um mm-hmm. and not operated by us but 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 re did you know that BET might be black again and how this might happen is now Paramount CBS are selling that stock and mm-hmm. are ready to get rid of that stock because they're tired of dealing with these colors <laughs> <laughs> and now we have some black men that have stepped up and said they are ready to buy some good old stock in BET. I bet so, one of them is Tyler Perry. And you bet that is right. <laughs> Mr. Tyler Perry, if you don't know who he is, he is the man that plays Medea. He's also the man that owns his own and own outright production company, the largest production company in the world, and right down in Atlanta, Georgia. Tyler Perry is one of the runners that's trying to buy some stock to be the runner and the owner of BET. Then you have the wonderful Puff Daddy, Sean Diddy Combs, one and two. Oh, yes. He's trying to buy um, BET as well. Now, if you don't know Diddy Combs, Sean Diddy Combs, or who we used to know as Puff Daddy, Mr. Love himself, he is a (laughs) producer, R&B artist, rapper, slash singer, slash writer, just all those things that you know. He's even put his uh, little time into some acting here and there. He's actually dating or was talking to a young lady named Young Miami and also has a newborn here in the in the States if you don't know him. But now you know. And but you last, know he also has the um don't he have Revolt that TV he also had the TV channel revoked. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yes, just like she was saying, each one of these guys has some form of rights in the TV world. And mm-hmm. our last person that's also in the running to buy BET is Byron Allen. Byron Allen. Byron Allen, if you don't know who Byron Allen is, he mm-hmm. was a once a comedian, and he's like an Emmy-winning producer. He's been mm. great. He actually was a part of the transition of different channels and TV shows going into bankruptcy, and he was able to buy those. But how did he buy those? It's because he sued some channels for not putting on some black TV shows and black things that he was actually creating. He won those cases, and now this man owns like the Weather Channel. He, the weather? Y'all know the, the Weather Channel, like he's rich, rich. He also owns Guru Agaro TV. He has a, his own award show um, that's, that literally happened last year that had like Patty LaBelle, Jennifer Hudson, Queen Latifah, some great big names on his award show. Hmm. Um, and But Byron Allen is also up there trying to buy the BET stock that they are trying to sell. Now, if these three men get together and just buy it and just make it outright theirs, shoot, baby, that's that's all we need. I mean, I just want no. them to bring... I, I mean, it would be great, but do you think the three of them going to be able to work together and buy it? Work together and buy it? Or I they gonna, think, Ego is going to get in the way? 
I think the egos would get in the way, but if they did it as a collaborative, it'd be awesome because I think Tyler Perry would do all the TV shows and some of the movies. You have Diddy doing all the music videos and being over all the music the music department, so maybe he can bring 106 Park back, all these great old shows that lasted for years. And then you have Byron Allen that'll bring all the the professionalism, all the news, all the war shows, all the things yeah. that you cater to. I think they'll do great when it comes to working together. But, you know, it's hard for Black people to do that. That's just me speaking mm -hmm. optimistically. It really is. And that's about, the sad part about it. Yeah, it's very... Because if, if they did come together, that'd be great. That'd be great, wouldn't it? It'd be awesome to Especially see I that. Just broke that down. Didn't I do that? Yeah. Now, now Tyler, Diddy, now Byron, if y'all come on together and y'all do it like I said, and y'all copy me, because I said it first, <laughs> I just want to look. I don't need. I don't need the hundred percent. Just give me fifteen. <laughs> just give me fifteen percent. I ain't gonna have all of it. <clears throat> but, girl, speaking of BET, did you hear that Deborah Lee have a memoir memoir out? It's mm -hmm. like a whole book about her. Well, if you don't know who Deborah Lee is, she was the uh, CEO. And the leader over BET. Now, even though BET is owned by um, Paramount and CBS, they did have a runner, a runner, a lady that was running the, like the CEO, and her name was Deborah Lee. Now, if you don't know who Deborah Lee is, you gotta watch the BET Awards. You've always seen this light-skinned lady. She almost looked like the female version of um, what was his name? He was uh, the, um, <laughs> Tom Joyner. If you know Tom Joyner, then Deborah Lee is the light-skinned fair skin. <laughs> I'm just saying, let's talk black because that's who it reminded me of. She's like the female version of Tom Joyner. Anyway, Deborah Lee is the CEO of BET. And before she got this position, it was a guy named Bob Johnson that owned BET. Well, she's writing in her memoir about how Bob Johnson and her was having sexual relations. That's how... what I've seen. I didn't mm -hmm. read that. Okay. Yeah, girl, here she comes. Y'all hear Sharita that Teacher Train was coming around around the corner. That was Sharita telling you she know a little bit about this story. Okay, y'all. So conversationalist. She basically wrote in her memoir that he was basically, she was having sexual relations with him. And that's the reason why she basically got the positions that she received. Not because the accolades, that she definitely deserved positions. She actually should have been in the jobs that she should have been in. But because he was sleeping with her, it helped move her up a little bit faster. And he blackmailed her because he told her, if you decide to leave me and stop talking to me, you will not get your leadership position and you will not become the CEO when mm. I retire. Ain't that crazy? Wow. Oh, well, nonetheless, he ended up retiring, getting old and retiring. And she ended up becoming the CEO anyway. But now she's telling her story about it. It's a crazy life. Who wow. would have thought? Let's talk black, right? Wasn't that good? She just no. put it up there. Put it up off. there, right? She slept her way to the top. Slept my way to the top. That's what they saying on Dream Girls. That's the fast <laughs> She didn't want to take the long route. She took she the fast took the track. fast route, baby. Fast <laughs> route. She came in. I ain't mad at her. <laughs> Speaking of the fast route, let's talk about the Oscars. I mean, it was very fast. Nobody really watched it. The ratings are very low. Um, as they have been for the past 
years, like five to six years. Well, they did not let us down this year. The Oscars was very white. I think I watched, I might have seen three wins. I watched three wins, and the first three wins were white, and I deleted it after that. I pre-recorded it, and I was like, okay, let me see who's going to win. The first one was a white person, the second one was a white person, and the third one was a white person, and I didn't watch any more of it. But what I did watch and what I did catch was that wardrobe. So let's talk about those in those beautiful gowns, mm -hmm. those beautiful suits, and those fine, when I say fine actors and actresses on that red carpet. <laughs> so let's yeah. start, let's start with the beautiful Megan the Stallion. She came out glamorous. I called her when I saw her, the first things I wrote down was she looked good and she had no waist. I mean, she was literally wasteless. Um, mm. The gown she had on, she had this big afro, like Miss Diana Ross, Diane Summers, um, I Will Survive afro. Beautiful. And then her gown was so tight, fitted, black, bedazzled gown. It's like um, Sarasi crystals, like in her gown. I hope I said that right. I'm, just, I'm sure I didn't. But she has some beautiful a beautiful gown on. It was like, it was beautiful. And it was like very cinched in the middle. I couldn't say less, but if you didn't see her, you should go look it up. Megan Thee Stallion at the Oscars, Vanity Fair. She was amazing. She was beautiful. Yeah. I think and, I saw her dress. No, you have to look it up. And then what makes it even better is we haven't seen Megan Thee Stallion since the craziness that's been going on with her old friend that's now in prison. And we haven't heard from him anymore. And um, he shot her in her pinky toe. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, that guy. Um, well, because of that lawsuit and because of him going to court and because of him going to jail, Megan Thee Stallion has been keeping it on a low radar. Well, they did catch her on the red carpet and they did ask her, what has she been doing since she's been on the low radar? She was like, what do you think? Making music. Ah. And that's literally what she said. Body, yada, 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 you know. So, <laughs> but oh, Megan Thee Stallion was... <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion was beautiful on the red carpet at the Oscars um, on Sunday night. Um, another person that was beautiful um, at the awards was Tim's. Tim's was beautiful, Brie. Like, if you didn't see her, if you don't know who Tim's is, Tim's is the, this is the key that you cannot buy. Simon. Yeah. She also <laughs> was the writer of the Lift Me Up song that Rihanna wrote. So if you didn't know, she is a writer, producer, songwriter. She wrote the song Lift Me Up that was sung by Rihanna at the Oscars. Well, Tim's had one of the garments that stuck out, stuck out to me. And what that garment said to me was flowy, white, and above all others. Ooh. And why I said that is because her garment literally covered over her head and wrapped around her, her body and gave a curvaceous look. And it was very asymmetric. I, I can't think of the word. I don't, yes, the asymmetry. You are so great. This is why we had to have a conversation <laughs> with Rhea and Al, because she's my ace to the coon. And she tried to tell me she wasn't going to do this show without her. Like, how was I going to do it without her? <laughs> anyway, she had this asymmetry outfit, Tim's, and it was so beautiful on the red carpet. The photos was magnificent, immaculate, to say the least. Like, she was beautiful in her chocolate skin in this white, beautiful gown. It was nice. But 
the funny part <laughs> is when she got in the audience, I don't think the um, the designer of the outfit thought about her sit down. She sat down in the audience and the people behind her could not see. <laughs> they could not see the uh, they couldn't see the Oscars at all. And it was sad because you have to think they waited all this time to be at the Oscars because they were either nominated because the family was there. They brought their family friends because I'm nominated to be at the Oscars. It's my first time invited. And I sat behind Tim's. <laughs> and they did not see any of the Oscars. Matter of fact, if you watch some of the clips. You saw some of the heads poking around trying to see the Oscar because they couldn't see because of her gown. It was in the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> but she was beautiful. And Tim's responded to people making, giving her backlash on it. And she said, oops, I was beautiful though. <laughs> so, so it was funny. Um, another person that stood out on the red carpet to me was um, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett was beautiful. She had a purple gown that was stitched from the top Mm -hmm. to the bottom. She was beautiful. And um, it was like a lavender purple, maybe like a lilac, maybe. It was very pretty. It was lilac, lilac purple. And it was very beautiful. Her daughter matched that purple, like a little bit lighter purple than her. And then her son and her husband, Courtney Vance, were matching in their Davenir black suits. So they had that suit and tie on. They were beautiful family. So they stood out to me. And when I uh, saw her, the first three things that stood out to me was that it was purple. It was divine. And she looked like a winner on that red carpet. She was supposed to be one of the winners of the Oscars. And I just want to get some honorary mentions or some honorable mentions to some of the guys that were on the red carpet that stood out to me. One of them was fine ass Lenny Kravitz. If you don't know who (laughs) Lenny Kravitz is, he is a singer, guitarist, just a pivotal person of our musical time, especially in the 99 and 2000s. He was awesome. Lenny Kravitz is great. Another honorable mention that I have to make mention was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Now, you know, WWE, now actor, now turn, fabulous host of all these now shows. He's doing great. Dwayne The Rock Johnson was fine. And then these two, last but not least, Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan (laughs) Majors. These two men here... They actually showed out on the red carpet. They showed out at the awards and they were one of the presenters and they looked fabulous at mm-hmm. the awards. So now we got off the red carpet. Let's talk about the show. Now, Reed, did you actually watch any of the Oscars at all? Did you see any clips or anything? Not a second of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love her because I did not see a lot of it myself, but I can give you a little bit. Jimmy Kimmel was the host of the Oscars. Now he spoke about the slap girl. Oh, and he gave some jokes. They did land a little funny. He had a lot of monologues about it, but he didn't talk too much about the slap, but he gave just enough. And he also let people know that they had some people around in the audience just in case some people wanted to get rowdy. <laughs> and he was protected all around the audience. So he let us know that. You but ain't gonna I, get up there and slap him. <laughs> that's what he was trying to say. Get up here and slap me, and we're gonna have some issues. I'm not Chris Rock. I'm not gonna let it happen. We're gonna fight till the <laughs> he said we're gonna fight until it's over with. Do you hear me? That was funny to me. But let me talk about some of the winners, some hot topic winners of the night at the Oscars. So one of the people that won at the Oscars, the biggest night for African-American winners was Ruth Carter. 
Ruth Carter was the first African African American woman to win two Oscars ever. She's the only woman to ever do it, and she won in costume. Now, if you don't know who Ruth Carter is, Ruth Carter was the lady that did the costumes for Coming to America, Color Purple, and now she's the winner of the Wakanda wardrobe for Black Panther Wakanda. So she won two Oscars, not only for last year, Black Panther, but for this year, Wakanda, um, which is the Black Panther Part 2. She won two Oscars back-to-back, and she's the first African-American woman to win two Oscars. Do you know who Ruth Carter is? Have you heard of her before? Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but she's the black queen. Her yeah, uh, congratulations. She, congratulations, the, right, Queen. Great. Yeah. She thanked her mother for that win. Her mother passed away, I think, this year at a age of 101. That's a little yeah. fun fact on her. So you should look up Ruth Carter if you like coming to America, color purple, Black Panther. She's that creator of those costumes. And another winner. Speaking of a person that has been in the legends of acting all of her life, Jamie Lee Curtis. I was oh my very God, you have to explain this to me. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is the woman that did like Halloween. She's always been the main character for Halloween. She did so many other movies in our lifetime from the 80s, the 90s, and in the 2000s. She's always been around. You've not, if you didn't see her, but you've always saw her character, you always know her. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis was in the running to be a winner with Angela Bassett. Now, Angela Bassett, her, and a few other actresses were in the supporting actress role. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis snagged that that um, actual, that win for the Oscars. Um, she um, was running with Angela Bassett, and now, now, Jamie Lee Curtis was in this film that she won for for only 15 minutes. It was a cameo. Um, I want to say it was called like 15 seconds. And I actually um, was very shocked that she she won her Oscar. Um, but, you know. So the, the category was supporting actress, right? How can you be a supporting actress with a 15 minute role? Yes. What yes. did you support throughout the whole movie? You was in it for 15 minutes. 15 minutes. That was it. And it, the movie, I'm going to give you the movie. I had to look it up. It's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. She was in that movie for 15 minutes, um, and she won an Oscar for that. But, you know, people normally give you your Oscar based off of your life of work. Um, but it should be based off of your acting role that you were in at the time. Um, but, you know, everybody knows. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis from True Lies, Freaky mm-hmm. Friday, Trading Places, Halloween Ends, Halloween 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. I mean, you've seen her Halloween so many ends, so. Yeah, all of them are not that great. But <laughs> nonetheless, she's been actress all of our lives, and nobody expected her to win, and she did. She literally did. She won. Um, she must and pay I mean, I, ain't, I, I like family leaders. She mm, I definitely want to tell you how that works. So let's talk about that. You know, I definitely think Angela Bassett was one, definitely should have been one of the runner ups for winning that actual Oscar. It was somebody else that I thought could have won it too, but 
Um, the Oscars basically works by spot based off voting of those who won in that category. Well, as you know, it's only been like three or four black women that have actually won in supportive role category, like Monique and like Holly Berry and like Octavia Spencer, just to name a few. But those women are women that vote for those other colleagues. And if you don't have enough people to help you vote for like the Angela Bassett in the supporting role, then that person is not going to win. And yes, you can pay people to vote, but how much tens of thousands of dollars do you want to pay an actor that has not acted in years just to get their vote to get, you know, because some of the actors that voting no longer acts. So you can pay them to vote for you, but then how much money are you willing to give away in your dignity to get a win, you know? So mm-hmm. And then you get people like Angela Bassett that are snubbed for like movies for like what's love got to do with it. Looking in New York, she literally played Rosa Parks. She played Malcolm X's mom. Way to exhale. Way to exhale. I mean, there's so many movies that Angela Bassett has played in that could have won Oscars for. And she didn't. And it was sad to see. I mean, she literally did not clap. She literally gave you that mama stare when they called Jamie Lee Curtis' name. She literally gave the mama stare like, really, mother? You know, like she really gave that stare. It was very, like, scary. But the great thing about it is that Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors came out and they presented the next award. And they first thing they said was, Amy. We love you. And he acknowledged Angela Bass and Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors at the end said, mm-hmm. like, we see you, we acknowledge you, and we thank you for just being here. And we know how it feels to be up for the running and not winning. And mm-hmm. she she's done this before. She was up for the running for what's love got to do with it. And she did not win. She literally became Tina Turner and did not win that Oscar. Really did. Yeah. And um, so it was, it was sad to see. Um, it was very hard hard to watch um but it was things that i mean you could i mean she was fortunate that she was even in the running because it was people like viola davis that played in the woman king not even recognized she wasn't even nominated for not only the oscars the golden globes it was so many other awards she was not even nominated for so it was appreciative to see angela bassett nominated but she deserved that win mm-hmm. she definitely deserved that win so it was sad. Um, so let's talk about the performers of the Oscars night. So we had two performers that stood out to me, not only because they were, um, one was like pregnant. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about Rihanna. Let's break down Rihanna Oscar night, but let's talk about her at the Super Bowl, something that you did watch. So, uh, yes, yeah, so Oscar night, she looked beautiful. She was dazzling. She sang the song, Lay Me Up, whatever it is, Hold Me Down. She sang that song, the song that we did not want to hear at the Super Bowl. She definitely mm-hmm. sung it for us at the Oscars. And she looked beautiful. You can tell she sung it without no lip sync. She didn't have no she music playing good. around. She sounded okay. Now, as you can tell, she ran out of breath a couple of times because she has a whole human in her body that she's carrying. Um, so she had a little breathing issues but overall i give her an eight out of ten because she had to rock that mic fully pregnant with a human inside of her body but her husband slash i mean her fiance slash boyfriend slash baby daddy (laughs) asap rocky was cheering her on the entire time um as she was as she was getting he had his little champagne up saying oh go mama sing baby but 
Anyway, we know what that lift me up is going to be like. But let's talk about the Super Bowl and Rihanna really tearing it up at the Super Bowl because we did not get a chance to, like, dive into this and have a conversation with you guys. Right. Re, what did you think about her Super Bowl performance? I like her performance. I love her performance. Me Although, too. you know, I we know why she didn't give us that. Um, but for the most part, I think the creativity of it was great. She looked good. Um liked it. I mean, they did enough dancing. You know, Rihanna was never like a real, real dancer. You know, she tries. But, yep. you know, she did, part, she, she did exactly what, what catered to her. Her vocals, exactly. her her entertainment, mm-hmm. and, she and she sounds good, she looks good, mm-hmm. and that's what she catered to. Yeah. And to give us a whole announcement yeah. of her having a baby was a whole thing, you know? Yeah. So that was the moment. Um, yeah. She was the moment. And mm-hmm. so it was amazing to see her in her in her back in her jizz, back doing mm-hmm. her thing, showing that mamas can we still probably do it. We probably not get the album no time soon. But the crazy part is now that she's pregnant, she could give us an album. She has time to record, but we have mm-hmm. not seen her stop working. She's working the entire pregnancy. I mean, mm-hmm. she did the full Super Bowl. She's and she had to practice for that. She did the Oscars. She had to practice for that. So she's a working mother, and she still has her collection of items all over the world with her Fenty brand and her mm-hmm. it's just she's a working woman you know yeah. so it's amazing to see her working I would love to see her with some new music but she's selling her items and her product and she's performing all over the world so she like forget that <laughs> so I get it I get yeah. it another yeah, person she did, that, she did good another person that stood out at the Oscars to me was Lady Gaga. Did you did you you didn't see the Oscars? But Lady Gaga was not supposed to perform and last minute she came on there strutting with her gown on and then when she got on the stage to perform, she performed her song that was on the Elvis movie. Well nonetheless she came out there with stripped down from her gown. She was in a t-shirt and pants, I want to say she was no makeup and her lips was chapped as hell. <laughs> Her lips were so chapped. Like, you know, I noticed the small things. I'm messy. Um, and I can't say that. I am the messy one. But because Rhea is not, it's just me. But um, <laughs> she has her moments, but the majority of the time it's just me. Um, but I thought it was just me. And then when I got on Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, it was trending that her lips were oh. chapped and that her performance outfit was lackluster. They was like, girl, you could have kept your gown on and your makeup. We know you like to sing. <laughs> Oh my god. If, if she did, y'all wouldn't notice her chap lips. They we noticed those chap lips, baby. That's mm-hmm. that stood out more than that performance because she didn't sound that great. I would give her a five. <laughs> and normally Lady Gaga sounds okay because she's a well renowned yeah. actress and degreed performer. Okay. She didn't yeah, come she's, perform. she's performed. She comes she comes from Juilliard. She she's not yeah. that she's not a girl around the around the corner using auto tunes every time. So I was very shocked right. on this performance. It wasn't mm-hmm. that great. But I thank you guys for listening about the Oscars. I know you guys don't watch it, so I want to give you mm-hmm. guys some highlights of some things that stood out to me so you guys can actually understand why I do this for you guys. Not because I want to, but it's for you. This is all for <laughs> you. So let's get out of the Oscars. Let's talk celebrity hot topics. So, Ree, you know I'm going to start with the Chris's, right? The CCC. And I'll tell you who these CCCs are. Okay. The first C is going to be Mr. Chris, Christiana Brown. 
<laughs> no, Chris <laughs> Brown. If you don't know who Chris Brown is, he's an R&B legend, artist, abuser. Yeah. He's I an like abuser sometimes. He sometimes you abuses know, drugs and abuses people. But he only abused one person. That was many moons ago. Mm-hmm, that we know of. And he we has know, some drug issues. Yeah, so. and we know Cruci Train is still running from him. So we don't know, but we do love him because he's a black legend. Yeah, I do. I'm a little messy, but I try my best to be honest <laughs> with you guys. Christopher Brown. Now, if you didn't know Christopher Brown, we have been gone for a moment. Did you know Christopher Brown was snubbed at the Grammys? They did him wrong. Yeah, they did him wrong. He was not nominated, and he was supposed to perform at the Grammys, and they pulled that performance from the Grammys. Now, they were so rude about it, because they told him that he wasn't going to perform. At, they was they had him practicing and practicing. He had a, a guest, which we talked about last season. He had a guest, Sierra, was going to be performing with him, and they canceled it last minute. They also didn't nominate him for any Grammys, and they said the reason why they canceled him, because they didn't see a reason for him to perform for Michael Jackson on Michael Jackson's 50th anniversary of music, which was Thriller at the time. Mm-hmm. They told him that he wasn't performing because they didn't see no purpose of a pedophile being represented by a abuser. Basically saying Michael Jackson was the pedophile and that they didn't feel that the abuser, which was Chris Brown, to perform mm-hmm. for a pedophile, which was just all wrong. That rude. was so messed up. Yeah. So messy. Well... It turns around not only did he not perform for the Grammys and he got all that backlash, but now he's coming out with a new video and it just came out like a week ago or so with Chloe Bailey. And before they was even able to come out with the video, they made an announcement like a video trailer like they do. Mm-hmm. And he got so much backlash they was talking about girl why would you even perform with an abuser like such you're destroying your career you must not want any more music it was just very bad Chris Brown, crazy to me that that's what yeah, i said too Chris, all his concerts sell out always like, i don't know who is this gotta be people hating on him but they had to be hating. nothing has come back out with him since the whole rihanna thing we don't like we don't know what everybody do behind closed doors, but mm. I'm sure if he was doing other things, something would have came out in his world. Yes. So, like, he hasn't been, and he, you know, it's like he made a mistake. He paid the price for that because um, he lost a lot behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people do deserve a second chance. Now, if he kept repeating it, like other people coming out and all other things, then I understand. But nothing else besides maybe his little drug use and then the whole thing with and he didn't put his hands on Coochie. He just was obsessed with her because he wanted her back, you know, but he didn't do nothing crazy to her. Besides, well, be crazy. But he crazy. You can tell and, people that are fans of Chris Brown and people that just yeah. real live real life. You know, she's a, like, I like Rita is a fan Brown. of Chris Brown. I'm not she's like a, a diehard fan of Chris Brown, but I do mm-hmm. like him. He's a great performer. He is a great performer, I agree. Um, and, um, you know, he he's he's done, like, you haven't really heard anything else crazy about him. And with the whole cruise thing, like, even now, they've gone, I've seen, like, they've been at parties together in the same um, atmosphere, and he didn't do nothing crazy. So, it's like, he's learned, he's made mistakes, everyone makes mistakes. But it's all about do you learn from it and keep repeating it or do you do something different? And to me, I feel like he's he's doing something different. And that performance he would have done 
at the Grammys would have been awesome because I've seen the 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 uh, rehearsed videos and man, that would have been something to see. And so I'm like, yeah. I really wish like BET maybe somebody picked that up because mm-hmm. him and then Sierra too. And, you know, she's awesome. So yes, I'm like, agreed. And, and then I think the girl, what's the girl named Keely from Three LW? Yeah, was the main one coming out, and I'm like, girl, go sit down. <laughs> I yep, feel like yep, she yep. just she just took the opportunity to really just put herself back out there to say something because, girl, you had nothing valid to say. Like At nothing all. she said was valid. Like what you talked about was the whole Rihanna thing. Rihanna's forgiving him. She's moved on. It that was years ago. And like I say, yep. I would see if he was repeating, repeatedly doing the same thing, and we've constantly hearing about him doing this to this woman, this woman. But we don't. We don't hear that. So why would y'all even do that? And then to say that Chloe is messing up her career because she's doing a song with him. Yeah. Like, come on, Chris right. is still making numbers and, and he's out concerts. And he's been doing songs with everybody else, and all of a sudden, y'all thinking about Chloe? I thought that was crazy. He, he does songs with everybody. And has been doing songs with everybody since everybody. the abuse. Like, nobody said anything since- he did a song with Brandy. When he did a song with Rihanna. He did a song with Rihanna, right? Don't they have mm-hmm. a song together? That cake song? Yeah, but like, you don't really hear it. You don't hear it as much, but this is crazy. Like, yeah. anyway. Oh, my God. Speaking of Chris's, let's keep going with the Chris's. Okay. Let's speak about Christopher Rock. Chris Rock had a special mm. on Netflix. Now, I did not honestly watch this special, but I did get the clips, and I know all of the hot highlights that yeah. we were talking about today. Me and husband were supposed to watch that last night, but we didn't get a chance to. Well, I'm not going to give you too many spoilers, but I am going to tell you the things you already know. I'm not excited about watching it. <laughs> he talked about the slap. He had some great jokes about the slap. It didn't happen until the end of the episode. And um, it was like maybe 15 minutes of the episode. He talked about the slap with Will Smith and how he was truly hurt, how it really bothered him. He, you could almost see a tear fall from his eye. Mm. That was really good. Um, he also had a lot of not funny jokes to me. I've seen a lot of the highlights where people said they were so funny. They laughed at some of these parts. But for me, it was very corny. I'm not a Chris Rock comedy fan. Um, but they definitely had some highlighting moments on that part. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, Chris Rock is number one on Netflix. They did have to have some of the um, live footage on Netflix removed on the Chris Rock special because he made a couple of mistakes in his uh, bit about the slap and it couldn't be repeated. So they removed it on the Netflix special. So mm. some of the things that happened live, if you did watch it live, you won't see it again on the return of watching it over or the replay. So that's some of the things that I would highlight to you. If you didn't see it live, you missed some of the mistakes that he made. And um, if you thought about the slap, guys, tell me what you think. Do you conversation? Do you think it was enough? Did he talk about it enough? Did he wait too long? Was it funny to you? Because from what I heard and what I saw, it was kind of corny to me. But I was never a big fan of Chris Rock comedy. Only time I was laughing is when Chris Rock played that crackhead and he was scratching on his neck. <laughs> and it's still a meme to this day. Um, that's the only time I found him a little entertaining. <laughs> Do you find him funny? <laughs> I, I'm not a Chris Rock fan either. Not like oh, that. Me either. 
Well, hey, Chris. Bye, Chris. Thinking about the next Chris that we're going to talk about since I said it's C, C, and C. This one's going to be Miss Christiana, Miss Blueface, Baby Mama Christiana. No two. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. She is now pregnant by Blueface and is having his baby. Can you believe that, girl? Oh, my God. So, I never really... The two of them is a mess. Um, They are. But you know what? Um, I got hooked on a few days ago. Uh, <laughs> I got hooked on that show that she was on. What is it called? Baddies. <laughs> mm, 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 like mm. I never, like I used to long ago watch Bad Girls Club. Like mm-hmm. when the first was coming out, maybe the first few seasons. Right. And after that, I was like, all they really do is just fight, 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 so fight, it's fight old. Yes. But <laughs> somehow I got rope back up into watching it. I said, I'm just going to watch a couple of... Just, let me just see what it is. Find who, see what this girl really girl. Like. Oh, this girl really be fighting. Like, she yeah. like her life. <laughs> and she's a previous athlete. She was like a, a track yeah. runner and weightlifting, a whole thing. So it's like, this is, this is her thing. I really don't know how it's going to be with her being a parent. Like, I don't want to knock nobody for having a baby. Because not everybody know there's no such thing as a perfect parent because we all mm-hmm. make mistakes. Even the ones mm-hmm. who think they perfect, they make mistakes. Yes. Um That's why I don't want to be one. It's Ooh, like thank y'all. I'm re- I'm really like nervous about this one. Like how is it maybe to change it because she's so immature. And she's she's so... maturing to do a lot. And not only just maturing her her like mental capacity on things that are not even serious. It's just yeah. the, it's it's a really a mental thing um that she needs to really get over. I mean she's currently in Dubai right now with Blueface. It's his birthday weekend, birthday week. Oh my god. They're in Dubai together. They're fighting right now on live social media. Oh my God. As we speak, you can see the trends of them going back and forth on his vacation and they're fighting right now as we speak. Um, but she's pregnant with this baby. And she's the baby daddy. Um, she has a baby daddy and it's blue face and she's the baby mama. Mm-hmm. And you know there's gonna be a full mess. Um hot you continue, I continue giving hot topics on them. I don't like it, but I because I know the conversation is gonna talk about them. I'll I'll keep them on our radar. But they crazy. I think they need to get people full love therapist. them though. People they, love them. People and they love have them. a show. They have yes. Like, Cause it's the Zeus Network. Yes, thing. and they keep um, giving them. Keep I giving ain't watch them shows. it though, but I seen it on there. They have a show, a show on that uh, TV show. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, maybe it's a lot of this for the well, nah, because she really raw like that. <laughs> she's really she's 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 a handful. Mm-hmm. She's a handful. I hope that I hope the kid does calm her down a little bit, change her, and make her nurt- more nurturing. Nurturing, because that's what you know babies do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, Lord. Speaking of babies and not getting one, um, a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you like that segue? High segue, right on that. I see. Ooh, I'm learning. Um, speaking of not having a baby, um, um, and pregnancy. A woman is suing, not just a woman, his girlfriend is suing him for $30 million for not 
for wasting her eggs. She said, you wasted my time. You didn't give me no ring. You didn't give me no baby. You didn't give me nothing that's going to be pivotal to me to having a future with you. And Tiger Woods is being sued by his ex-girlfriend for wasting her eggs. She must ain't stash no money during that relationship. That's why she Baby, didn't start no business, didn't stash no money. You didn't do all you just living on the man, honey. That's all she was doing, living, because she knew uh, she was going to get a baby. She thought she was gonna get a baby, honey. He said she was saying she's suing that man for thirty million dollars. Can you believe that? Can you just sue people for anything? Mm-hmm. Who, who is the lawyer on that case? Hope like, Jesus. Girl, people break up all the time. I hope Jesus on her side. Because if he's <laughs> not, she can get the thirty million dollars. <laughs> and I'm sure he signed a prenup, a clad prenup. And it's so crazy because she's also writing a book, and she wants to get out of the the um. The NAA, the NAACP, y'all, they must be talking about me. Hey, NAACP Awards, I should talk about y'all. <laughs> you were good. The NAACP Awards were great, but I'm not talking about the NAACP Awards. The NDA that he had her to sign, Tiger Woods had his girlfriend sign the NDA, and she now wants to talk about how he was raping her and also allegedly sexually abusing her in their relationship. Yeah, wasn't. I bet he was not as well. But you know, this is what happened when you get your white girlfriend and you try to be this black man with this white woman. And then when it turns on you, she's going to go to court and the judge is going to believe everything the white blue eyes tell. And you're going to be the one have to pay all that money out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could write this book, put all kind of stuff in it. If you mm-hmm. don't buy that book, really believing in this. Really believing in it. You just trying to make some money. Make some money. And so sorry for you, Tiger Woods. This is what happened when you married that, that blonde hair and blue eyes. Mm. Hmm. Speaking of blonde hair and blue eyes, these people are very chocolate and very dark and don't have any blue eyes. This is Yo Gotti. <laughs> <laughs> Yo Gotti and Angela Simmons. Yo Gotti is a singer slash rapper slash actor now because he's on reality mm-hmm. take TV. The, take the singer <laughs> out. He's just a rapper. <laughs> he's just a rapper. He don't sing on none of his none of his books. <laughs> he don't sing. Okay. Well, he's a rapper, and he's also now slash acting slash on reality TV, and he's um also now dating Angela Simmons, aka the one that was in her DMs, and also the one that wrote a love song about her because he's been always chasing after Miss Angela Simmons. Mm-hmm. Her, she's very popular because not only does um yo yo Gotti was chasing for chasing her for a long time, but I remember Bow Wow was always on her ass for a long, long time, and mm-hmm. I still feel like Bow Wow still's in love with her because he always. Yeah. Talk about her, he, um, he, he used her as like and a he sister, but he mm-hmm. just don't know how to. He don't. He ain't no one woman type of woman, mm-hmm. man. So that's mm-hmm. why he couldn't get her back. Because I think she did too. She liked him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know you know about Yo Gotti and um, Angela Simmons. Tell me what you think about their relationship. I, you know what? I think it's cute, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I wasn't like a big. I'm a fan of Angela, but I ain't a fan of Angela. I wasn't mm. because she's she's always so private with her life. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. But she, I love her, uh, her her body. <laughs> Say that her like work, her ethic and like working out and nutrition, all that stuff. So I love that about her, and she was always open about that. Yes. But to see her really gush and just be so girly open and about oh, this, like mm-hmm. girl is sisters in love. Girl is in love, and, is she? And he and to be honest, he's definitely an upgrade for her. She didn't upgrade her. him, he upgrading her. Okay. Because he was yeah. <laughs> He's that guy. So um okay. yeah. 
I, I, I'm here for it. I like that relationship. I love that. Come on, mm-hmm. let me upgrade. Yeah. So, what do you think about the the women that are private, like the Lori Harvey's that are making men sign the NDAs, the Angela Simmons that we're gonna talk about the relationships? Do you like that, or do you feel like they should be communicating about their relationships and who they are? You know, you I'm gonna think? be honest with you because I, have, I I'm okay with the little privacy because okay. you know I've learned to do that. Okay. Um, you don't want to just put all your stuff out there because one, you don't want you, I don't know, I'm not going to say jinx what you have, uh-huh. but you know, just throw every single little detail about your life out there. You got to keep some stuff for yourself, you know? And some things like that are sacred, you know? It's it's right. like a relationship, you know? I Like, even for me on social media, as you can see, I don't even be on social media. Like, I, yes. I keep saying I'm going to do it, but it's hard because I'm more of an in-the-moment person. I don't even think about social media. Like, me and my husband, we have date nights. We have everything, but you won't see me posting our date nights on social media. media. Like, we just had a date night the other night. Mm -hmm. Um, We went to the movies and stuff, and you don't... I'm not going to post all of that. You don't need to know every aspect of my relationship with him. Just know we good. We good. good. Every now and then, you know, I'll I'll post a little something about it. You know, it's very... Take what I give you <laughs> that part. and carry it. And carry so it on. As much as we want to be nosy and want to know what's going on, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. But but as far as Lori go, I, <laughs> I think she go too far. <laughs> you think she go too far with the NDAs and making her too far. It's okay one moment to be private and not want to have your life there. But to have men sign NDAs and if they do it, you get this much money. It's like, girl stop just don't share it <laughs> right 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 that part and Thank then you. just just let yeah. it be mm-hmm. that's yes. i think she going a little too far with it but like as far as like angela i'm old, like i i seen why she was always so private with something she shared what she wanted but that's you know what that's what a lot of people need to do especially like on facebook um i don't need to know every minute of your life Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people love to just put random stuff. Oh, I'm at the supermarket. I don't care. <laughs> just that part. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> we so I, like to tell everything on like social media. And I, I don't want to be that one person. <laughs> A few times I wanted to put like, but did you really need to put this on here? Like, right. do you need to know this about your life? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had wanted that. to do that to several people, but I said I ain't gonna be that one. Right, <laughs> and then you know it's so easy to like because social media is such a prevalent thing that people are always on it. So I understand mm-hmm. having privacy in certain moments, not mm-hmm. telling people certain things and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So it's just I totally understand that, and I also understand. And I guess celebrity world where Lori Harvey is concerned, don't tell everybody about my business. So I guess when she was with Michael B. Jordan, she was talking to him every day about <laughs> about his uh business and about they were always on the in social media like a lot of twenty four seven. So I can understand her being private this time. It might help her with her relationship. And people because people get in your business, and that's what all she the time. Know. People you know, they start judging things. Mm-hmm. Really, like a lot of times, it's people that just kind of hate on your relationship because they don't have that in their life, or that. they're not getting getting that for them. So it's like, you know, sometimes you got to block out the noise and just the enjoy what you have in private. Yeah. So yeah. I'm 
cool with that, you know. Me too. So it's, it has some moments where you should be private, and then some moments you should be positive. Yeah. But you know, I brought up Yo Gotti to be messy and <laughs> uh, not to talk about how Angela Simmons and him are being so great. It was about the stampede that they just had last week with him and Glorilla. Um, okay. Did you hear? Did you hear about Miss Glow and him? I seen. I seen some about it. Yeah. Well, this particular uh, event happened this week. Um, well, last week or so, and they had a concert, and both of them did a concert, and then after the concert, they had a full stampede, and the stampede was not nice. The kids were all over the place, and two people have just been passed away from the stampede, and right now, they're looking to try to sue Glorilla and Yogati for the concert and the stampede of losing their family members. Now, girl, do you think these people have the right to sue them for this, or it, it's not going to be on them for mm-hmm. sake? It's going to be like a whole that Travis Scott situation. That's why yeah. they have a thing called insurance. That part, um, that part, and it's not necessarily their um thing because they're just there to perform. They're not. It's not their event. Yep. It's um the the promoter and the people, the sponsor, whoever, like you know, that put the concert together. That's the person that you sue. People just like to sue them because it's their name on it. But that was not her venue. That was not... She didn't tell people to come running up to her like (laughs) Travis Scott. But um, they can try to sue her all I want, but I'm pretty sure they're going to get out of that one because they're not the ones that you sue for something like that. That part. Come on, Reed. Tell them. I should have been a lawyer. You still have and still have time. Um, I need you to be my lawyer. I'm gonna be rich one day. I need to help me get these people in order so I can sue them like Byron Allen and get a little coin, honey. But yeah, so I feel the same exact way when it comes to them too, because I feel like they were just doing their job, being the um the mm. performer and, and slash entertainer. They have nothing to do with the venue. If a gunshot went off at the venue, that's what the security guards and the security companies for. Mm-hmm. They should have all that shit taken care of. They have nothing to do with the two people that yeah. performing. It, it's the person that put on the show, like the uh, exactly like if it was like Live Nation or something like that. But that's yep. why they purchased all that insurance because that it, covers all that stuff. Exactly agreed. So we're moving out of my messy phase when it comes to celebrity hot topics. And I'm going to move right on into what we should be watching on your screens or in the movie theaters. Mm. You know, I love some TV, y'all. Me too. (laughs) So some things I feel like you should be watching on TV or on your screens right now is you should be singling out Creed. If you did not watch Creed 1, 2, or... um, yeah, one and two, you should be watching three because Creed 3 is out right now mm-hmm. and it has Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors, Tessa Thompson, and some other great actresses and actresses like Felicia Rashad. Yes, yeah, so many beautiful people in this movie and it is so good. And I it's mean, good. it's good, it's good. And then not only that, you get to see some fine men and some mm, fine mm. women. And if you love sign language like I do, because it caters to me, because I take care of people that deal with sign language and are hearing impaired, mm-hmm. um, it was amazing to see all those <laughs> additives all in one. But do you what know they you say uh, Michael B. Jordan directed the movie? Yes, he was the director of the movie, the writer of the movie, and the actor of the movie. He did all three. I loved it. Um, yes. I would say me, me and the husband had a date night the other night. And, oh. I saw it and I loved it. I, I liked loved it. Like it was it. good. 
and then it was good. Um, they I did an that. awesome job. Yeah, I was like, my husband like told me he's like, you know, um, Michael B. Jordan directed this movie. I said, are you kidding me? Yes, 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 job. yes. He did. He did an amazing job, and I. I think I still to this day think Lori Harvey let a good one slip through her fingers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and I also think Michael B. Jordan. Let's talk about that a little bit because we've been away, away from you guys. We can talk about a little bit of everything. This is the recap. Mm-hmm. Lori Harvey, Michael B. Jordan. I think, in my personal opinion, that it was the perfect time for her to run because he was looking to settle down, and she's still in her early twenties, and. Yeah. She's not really looking I, to, yeah. to. I just really think he should have just let the relationship be. I don't know why he tried to wife her up that quick. Like, first of all, it was just one year. Yeah, it was great, but you don't really know her, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he yeah. should just let the relationship keep going. And grow, maybe that huh? NDA contract ran out. The NDA contract <laughs> ran out. And I'm not going to tell you my personal opinion why I think she not only ran away and why he was trying to settle down so swiftly and so fast. Why? Because, I'm not going to say. But what I am going to say, <laughs> what I am going to say is I agree that the contract ran out. The contract mm-hmm. ran out, and that I think um, with that contract running out, it gives a leeway for her to move on and run, mm-hmm. and it gave a leeway for um, him to find another outlet. I don't know. She definitely not. She's mm-hmm. having her fun and um, trying to find her way and building her little empire. So mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. But yeah, some honorable mentions of things you should see is Creed, Ant-Man, Scream 6, Bel Air, BMF, and if you haven't seen BMF or Young Miami, to get that <laughs> single laugh, please go watch that. It'll be something. Um, I definitely don't go see that. So I see that. <laughs> it's hilarious. The also, folks was, drill was, was clowning they, her. They have been clowning her since then. And if you haven't seen the wind down with uh, Mary J. Blige, it's going to be worth every second because Mary J. Blige is not only funny, she's relatable, and she's like everybody's auntie slash sister slash cousin that you always want. Mm-hmm. Be on the lookout for that. Every every Wednesday, she did an episode with Young Miami um, from BMF and from um, the Young Miami show. And also, she did a show with uh, 50 Cent, Taraji P. Henson. So it's mm-hmm. a really good show. Um, and then be looking out for Quantum, Quinta Brunson from Abbott Elementary on Saturday Night Live this Saturday. Just be on the lookout for that. So mm-hmm. that's my hot topics, you guys. Oh my gosh, we made it a little while. Yeah, we made it a little while. <clears throat> so um, let's go ahead and talk about um, our next week's episode. Yes, yes, yes. Let's talk about it. So next week's episode is going to be called What About Your Friends? Um, it's going to have our two closest friends, best mm-hmm. friends um, that are business owners that are in the business like we are, always working. And we just want to talk to them about the business. Um, Rick, you want to talk about your guest you want to bring on next week? So I am bringing on my good friend, Akeisha. Mm-hmm. She has a boutique. Um, she runs, um, that also goes through DoorDash. Um, it's that. a beauty supply store. Um, so it's black owned beauty supply store. Mm-hmm. Ladies, men, Ladies, so all yes. kinds of um, products that it's, you know what, it's not only for 
black people, it should also have some white people stuff in there. Yeah. I don't know if that's good to say that. But, <laughs> but she has that product for everybody. Yes, so, I love that. Hair, wigs, everything that you need. Um, she got you. Um, she has a website, so she'll be on to you know get more into um her beauty supply store. You know, it was always yeah. a dream of hers to do, and she made it happen. So I I'm proud that. of her. So this is how to get her on and, and talk shop. I love it. Um, and yeah, and follow Nakisha now at I am Nakisha on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. You can follow her business pages, but I am Nakisha on Instagram is her main page. You can follow her now. You'll see her next week, hear from her on our next episode. My person, his name is L.A. He's a movie producer. He's a writer. He's a sign language interpreter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a great singer. If you didn't know, just a little background on him. He's one of my closest friends in the business. We work hand in hand with the Link Agency, um, with our agents and our um, with our talent agents and getting different talents for movies and different things like that. So I'm excited to introduce you to LA. Um, and it's crazy to talk about someone that works in the field of Hollywood and to be named LA. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah. He's a great character, great character. You can find him on Instagram as well. And, Definitely excited um, about that. Episode. Yes, yes. D A C U code, that Q code. You can find him on Instagram. LA is a great writer, producer. So I can't wait to introduce you to our What About Our Friends episode. Um, but a little bit before we get to the corner, conversationalists, if you're listening to this, we need your help. This is our season three, and if you've never been a part of the show, we just need you to be our conversationalist. It's very easy. All you have to do is listen to the show, review the show, and just become a part of our committee. Tell us something that you want to talk about. Give us a question. Tell us a story, a scenario, promote your business. All those things you can do on our show. You can DM us, let us know, and all those things. So, Conversations. We need your help to continue having our show operate and give us questions and things to talk about outside of our hot topics. But anyway, let's get back into our self-love corner with Ree because that's how we end our show every episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to go ahead and throw out your social handle first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find me at Williams for real. I'm on all social media platforms, but Al Williams is easy to find. Um, and my business handles are the Link Agency, Get It Twisted Hair Care, and Chocolate Travelers. You can find them on all platforms as well. Um, thank you for listening today, and I love you guys. See you next week. Yes, and you can find me on Facebook, Sharita Edwards, Instagram, Sharita underscore Edwards. And I mm-hmm. promise you guys, I'm going to start back posting. It won't be all the time, but I will start throwing some posts out there. Yes, God. <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and get our self-love quote for the, the all seventh right. All right. Sometimes you need to take a break from everyone and spend time alone to experience, appreciate, and love yourself. Mm-hmm. Which is great because mm-hmm. I just did that. <laughs> me too. Do you hear me? Oh my gosh, amazing. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you on our next episode of Come Home for What? Reunite. Now, love you guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 
Welcome to our new episode of Convos with Three. And Al. I am your host, Sharita underscore Edwards. And I'm your host, Al. That we for real. Thank you guys for tuning in and giving all the love. And with that being said, let's get started with a new episode. <laughs>